The year 1955, the height of the Cold War between the U.S. and the Soviet Union. Americans were hysterical over the communist threat, the Red Scare. On a December afternoon, NBC televised a one-hour live play called O'Toole from Moscow, written by Rod Serling, my father. I'm Anne Serling. My father had moved his family from Cincinnati to the New York area to pursue his dream as a TV writer. It was four years before The Twilight Zone premiered. They say, write what you know. So he composed this comedy about confusion between the Russians and the Cincinnati Reds. The Cincinnati baseball team still languished near the bottom of the National League standings, despite the exploits of sleeveless slugger Ted Klazuski. Big Clue had led the major leagues with 49 homers in 1954. What you're about to hear was broadcast only once. O'Toole from Moscow aired live on NBC Matinee Theater, December 12th, 1955, at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Actor Chuck Connors, a former Dodgers farmhand who would become TV's rifleman, played a baseball player named O'Toole. The cast included John Banner, best remembered as Hogan's hero Sergeant Schultz, and Baseball Hall of Famer Leo the Lip DeRocher as the Reds' manager. Today we travel back through time, a journey into the wondrous land of the imagination. Our first stop, Gabe's Dugout Bar. My father called it a typical small town run-of-the-gin mill. Gabe is behind the bar, watching a baseball game on TV. Here's how my father set the scene. One customer at the bar, a guy in a wrinkled cotton suit, heading into his sixth gin and tonic. He puts his glass down, blinks a couple of times, looks up at the TV, narrows his eyes, and tries to focus. What's the inning? Top of the fifth. You know who the greatest hitter in the National League is? There are a bunch of good ones. Nope. Only one really great hitter, just one. Cruz, uh, Cruz, uh, Ted Grant, ah, Duke Snyder. Yup, Duke Snyder. Maybe Mays second, maybe Musial third, I don't know, I don't know. Lots of good ones, plenty of good ones. You wouldn't happen to remember O'Toole, would you? Who? O'Toole. Played for Cincinnati a few years back. O'Toole, Cincinnati. O'Toole, Cincinnati. Nope! Nope! That one escapes me. He only played for three or four weeks. Flash in the pan, huh? <laughs> you might say Flash in the pan didn't play very long. Batted over 400, though. This kid was good. Flash in the pan, that's what he was? Three weeks? Pfft. How are you going to tell if a guy's good if he only plays three weeks? He'd have played longer if he could have. Why couldn't he? Kind of a long story. I got plenty of time. Give me another drink. You tell me a long story. There were two guys, you see. One's name was O'Toole, the other's name was Mushnik. <laughs> Mushnik. That's some name, O'Toole and Mushnik. 
Both of them worked for the Soviet embassy in New York. Russians, huh? <laughs> yep. O'Toole, the big guy, he was a chauffeur or something. And Mushnik, he was some kind of secretary. I guess it all came to head one afternoon at the embassy when Mushnik's boss got sore. At least, I guess that's the way it started. Anyway, it was quite a few years ago in the Soviet-Russian delegation at the UN. Miskovich! Mushnik is not at his desk. I notice, sir. Hand me his file. Comrade Strensky. Well? I have your memo, sir, about demoting him. So, what about it? You advise a reduction in rank. Comrade Mushnik is a ninth recording secretary. There are only nine secretaries. There's nothing to reduce him to. His record is an abomination! Look at this. Thirteen cases of absenteeism. Thirteen! Where does he go? That has not been ascertained as yet. I can assure you it shall be. He's being followed now. Security officer Volodny has his best man tailing him. That'll be all, Miskovich. Miskovich, <laughs> in the task report on May Day Parade on Red Square, who is mentioned being on top of Lenin's tomb? Uh, comrades Koshevsky, Bolnorg, and Malenko. In that order? Yes, sir, in that order. Would you mind changing the order of the portraits on the wall? Of course not, sir. Miskovich, I might go so far as to form a new position. Tenth recording secretary for the express purpose of demoting Mushnik. Dransky? What's that? Where? Oh, good. Excellent. Pick him up. They've spotted Mushnik. Where, sir? Some place called Ebet's Field. I've ordered him apprehended. Miskovich, is this the test report here? Yes, sir. It mentions here that Melancog waves his hit. It does not mention the others waving their hits. Change them once again, if you will. Of course, Comrade Stransky. Comrade Mushnik is now deviated once too often. This is the straw that liquidated the camel. And now he shall eat of the sour food of remorse. He shall taste of the bigger fruits of deviation. Ebet's field. Ebet's field. What do you suppose is Ebet's field? Now batting for the Dodgers, Jackie Robinson. Let's go, Jackie. Strike the ball far. What the? Let's go, comrade Mushnik. You're coming with me. Stransky. Oh, good. Bring him in. Miskovich, tell security officer Volodny that they're bringing Mushnik in. Mushnik, you will come in! So, Mushnik, how sweet of you to come. Comrade Stransky, I intend to return only Only I was... what? Only you had more pressing business at this Ebbets field? And doing what there? Selling secrets? Spying? What? Hello, Miss Kvetch. We'd like to ask some questions, Mushnik. There are 13 cases of absenteeism marked down for you in your file. 
The first is in April of this year, the 9th of April to be exact. Where were you? April the 15th. Let me see. Oh, yes. My grandmother passed on. There was the funeral. That was an excuse you gave on April the 9th, and then on your excuse blank you put down the funeral was postponed because of wet grounds. Uh. Come now, Mushnik. <laughs> You'll have to do much better than that, Mushnik. Much better. To tell the truth... Oh, do I... just that. The truth. April the 15th, I... I attended the baseball game. Baseball? Giants versus Dodgers. You feel this is a rewarding way to spend the recreation period? Not that day. Magley pitched a five-hitter. I lost the five dollars to schlump of the Belgian delegation. Ha! He attends a baseball game and then has dealings with foreigners. A little bet is all. I remind you, Mushnik, you are not permitted to attend public events without express permission. You are not permitted to have social dealings with foreigners. I lost five dollars. I don't consider Between this... Between April so the 15th and May the 24th, you were absent without permission on eight different occasions, seven afternoons and one evening. It was a night game. And on May the 11th, you were overheard commenting favorably about Yankees. Mushnik, what is so good about Yankees? Mickey Mantle and Yogi Berra. This is cold. They are baseball players. You are inordinately fond of this, this baseball, an American custom that seems to have rubbed off on you, Mushnik, neither becoming or healthy. It is a bug that bites you, like a fever. There's nothing a soul can do. You have been with us uh, how long, Mushnik? In the government service. Since 1919, since the Kerensky government, the Republic. We have a Republic now. Thirty-five years. And how long without UN delegation? Since 1947. Mushnik, I think it is time for a change for you. A trip home. Home? Home, Mushnik. I wouldn't mind staying. You wouldn't mind staying. That's quite good. Enemies of the people naturally would rather stay here! Deviationists would rather stay here. Spies would rather stay here. And you, Mushnik, you know what you are? A Dodger fan? You are all three. Enemy, deviationist, and spy. So back you go. Mushnik, you will return to your room and pack. Yes, sir. So, Comrade Melancog is in first place again? Quiet, this is none of your business. All right, you'll return to your room. Pack up. Someone will pick you up. You know something? I am going to miss that view. Comrade Mushnik, you shouldn't have, you know. One gets the fever. What can one do? So, goodbye, Miss Quetch. Don't take any wooden nickels. <laughs> it's an expression. Oh. Joseph! Continue to follow him. Comrade Volodny, could I have my supper first? Follow him! Uh, so I'll eat later. Vlodny, this is a Secret Service man? Uh, we are sort of personnel. This is next best thing. To what, I'm not sure. However, Comrade Musnik's next address will be in Siberia. Comrade Musnik has just struck out. That is to say, he's through. It's an expression. <laughs>
Who is it? No doubt you've been expecting me. No doubt at all. Mm. So come in. I'm packing. Believe me, comrade. I am sorry. For what? For all this. My having to spy on you. I am not much good as a spy. They brought me here as a chauffeur and as my reward for my good war record. But they were short on detectives. After my first case, security officer Volodny wrote down on my record that it would be difficult for me to detect a plow in a man's room. Oh, so you're a misfit like me. I dislike spying on people. I guess that explains why I am so bad at it. I... I was a farmer. An honorable profession. Here, would you help me pack? Here's a shirt. Nice catch. Grab those socks. Actually, following you hasn't been so bad. You always go to the baseball games. This I enjoyed. I got this ball at Ebbets Field. I don't want to forget this. Catch. You catch very well. When I was a boy, my brother and I would throw a wooden ball back and forth. This stick they use in the baseball. I think I'd like to try that. I think we should get started. I'm to take you on a train to the ambassador's house in Poughkeepsie. We haven't much time. That's the last of it. In yesterday's baseball, in the ninth outing, something bothered me. A question like, this man, this Duke of Snyder, he is on number two base. Then is coming to the stick Kapanalansky. I must be frank with you. I particularly dislike informers. I find informers odious. There is nothing worse than... What was that? Snyder was on second, and then what? This man, Kapanelinski. Kapanella. Go on, go on. Whoa. The ball is coming to him, but he sticks his club out gently and seems to just push the ball. He bunted. He was trying to advance Snyder to third. You see, in this situation, with a man on second, the batter will generally try to hit away because the man on second is in scoring position. Therefore, the infield... The what? The infield. First, second, third base, plus the shortstop. They will generally play back. But the Brooklyn manager is what is generally referred to at Ebbets Field as the one hell of a smart cookie. <laughs> so he signals for Campanella to punt. This is what makes baseball so wonderful. Uh, what is your name? Joseph Bischofsky. I'll tell you, Joseph. Baseball. Baseball is a science all in itself. Now, for example, you have... I have? This is hypothetical. Oh. You have two men on base. You have a very slow man at bat. Say you decide to call for the hit and run. This is cowardice. You don't understand. Did you ever see any movies with Abbott and Costello? It is not allowed. Look, comrade, believe me, I should like nothing better than to sit here and discuss baseball with you till all hours. But it is late. <sighs> of course. It is late, and you must take me to Poughkeepsie. I wonder if I'll at least be given some kind of trial. Mm, comrade, believe me, this is most distasteful to me. But this is duty, and I can't afford to botch up another assignment. Why, only last week I lost a suspect in a restaurant with only six tables. Don't ask me how I lost him. I couldn't explain it to security officer Volodny either. So... So, would you mind getting your coat and hat? We go by train, do we? Those are my orders.
You have another preference. Let's walk by way of Los Angeles. By way of... <laughs> Joseph, Joseph, I am joking with you. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish we could walk. I would like nothing better than to delay this whole thing. But we're late now. I didn't even have time to eat. My stomach is as empty as a cave. Empty, you say? When it rumbles, there are echoes even. This is how empty. Joseph, my boy, one last request. Anything, Comrade Mushnik. This is not personal by any means. As a matter of fact, I... I... I like you. All right. You like me. This means we are friends. No, oh, friends. By all means, friends. Then we should have a drink together. Well, perhaps one. Now, what shall we drink to? How about to your good fortune? This is a toast? That's like a farmer shaking his hen's hand before he slits his throat. What else? We are in America. In America, do as the Americans. Have a care, comrade. Even the walls might hear. Hence this toast. To the National League. To the National Leagues. Whatever that is. Now, comrade Mushnik. Wait, wait, wait. A toast so generalized is no toast at all. <laughs> Let's drink to the teams in their order of standing. A few more vodkas. I may not be standing. To the Brooklyn Dodgers. They're not first. But it's my earnest wish that they shall be. To the Brooklyn Dodgers, long should they dodge. To the New York Giants, we must be big about this. Uh, well, all right. To the New York Giants. Comrade Mushnik, how many teams are there? Don't worry, comrade. I've got another full bottle. Batting number nine for Brooklyn. The pitcher. <laughs> to a pitcher. What's his name? Carl Erskine. Carl Erskine. Wake up! Wake up! I am old fool, Joseph, but I can't leave you. They would have your neck. So come, get up. Get up! Mm, all right, Comrade Mushnik. Just tell the man who sells the tickets, Poughkeepsie. All aboard! Comrade, mm. I feel like I've been sleeping for hours. Oh, we must almost be there. Almost. We're stopped now. What place is this? I should know. Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio. I can see the sign. Home of the Indians, American League. Is that a fact? Cleveland, Ohio. Home of the Indians. Cleveland, Ohio? Comrade, what are we doing in Ohio? We should be on our way to Poughkeepsie, New York. Detour. This is madness. We are not permitted to go this far away from New York. This could mean trouble. Do you realize that, Mushnik? We are deviationists, Joseph. We? I am unwilling dupe. 
I was so drunk I didn't know what I was doing. I became blind in between the Philadelphia Phillies and the St. Louis Cardinals. Comrade Mushnik, I've got to get off this train. Sit down, Joseph. We're starting up again. The next stop is Cincinnati. That is where we get off. Why Cincinnati? I gave the man all the money I had. I said to give us tickets to as far away as that would take us. So Cincinnati it was. I brought you along out of the goodness of my heart. Do you know what they would have done to you if I'd escaped and left you there? All right, but when we arrive, I give myself up. That is your privilege, if it's what you prefer to freedom. Look, Mushnik, I am very unpolitical man. But I know the secret service we have. They are not all big dummies like me. When we arrive in Cincinnati, I find our consulate and I throw myself on their mercy. This is an endless fall. Look. Joseph, listen to me. This is not political with me either. This resolves itself into a question of whether Mushnik lives or Mushnik dies. If I run, I live. Temporarily. So Mushnik runs. And Joseph Bischofsky lies on a bed, and next thing he knows, he's running along with Mushnik. And he doesn't even know where he's running. Later, we will make plans. Good. Fine. Excellent. You make plans. I've already made my plans. When we reach Cincinnati, I look up the Soviet consulate. If we reach there alive, you never know who is surveying us. Like that man over there reading the Cincinnati newspaper. Comrade Mushnik, what are Reds? Reds are communists. We are Reds then. Comrade, for the moment I have resigned. I have turned in my color. I am now a neutral shade of blue. Or whatever color I choose. To have a choice of anything is a luxury. For my part, I only hope I am allowed to keep my head on my body. I shall definitely report to our consulate. And you, comrade? I plan only in segments of 15 minutes. For the next 15 minutes, I shall sleep. Good night, Joseph. And just for a moment, let's pretend. Call me plain Mushnik, chop the comrade. Mushnik. American. <laughs> Bill Mushnik. Jim Mushnik. <laughs> Sam Mushnik. <laughs> American. <laughs> Just for the moment, understand, it fits my dream. Cincinnati, this is the stop for everyone going to Cincinnati. Oh, sir, did you see where my companion went? Oh, uh, he grabbed his bag and left as soon as we stopped. Say, isn't that him over there at that telephone booth looking through the phone book? Uh, uh, communists, nothing. Soviets, no. Nothing under Russian. Reds! Oh, let me see. Reds. R-E-D-S. Reds. Uh, Reds! The Cincinnati Reds. 906 State Street. Here I go. Sir. Sir! You can't just barge in here. Where do you think you're going? 
Hey. I only have this to say. At no time did I consider deviating. I drank some vodka, and the next thing I know, I was on a train. This is the absolute truth. I am loyal. And this is all you gotta say? It is. Then this is all I gotta say. Scram. 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 Get out. I ain't got troubles enough without some crazy gleep coming in here talking riddles. Look at this. Gibbons is out with a busted clavicle. That's loyalty for you. But I am loyal. I would never consider busting any clavicles. <sighs> what do you play? So come on. Come on. Don't go beating around the bush. Every kid with big hands who walks in here wants a tryout. So let's get it over with. I suppose you're another babe. Not since... since infancy. What... What language are you and me speaking? I'm saying one thing, you're saying another. Joseph, my boy, I'm glad to see you. Mushnik here? Are you mad? Mushnik? Somebody must be mad. Look, Goliath, I'm a busy man. Of course you are. Of course you are. Joseph here is confused. Joseph ain't the only one. Now you take your son out of here. He is not my father, but... I must take responsibility for him. You see, it was entirely my fault. And that clears it up? Just one question. Will you two goofballs get out of here, or do I have to phone up somebody to help you get out? We, uh, we will leave immediately. Sooner, even. You are not interested in Mushnik or me. I am not interested in you, Mushnik, or any other inmates in your local laughing academy. I happen to be the business manager of a baseball team. A baseball team which is now firmly attached to last place. We are so deep in the cellar, our roster includes an infield, an outfield, and a furnace. You like pitching. What do you mean I lack pitching? I got three of the best left-handers in the league, and I got Gippy Radigan. Who's got speed like him? This guy could throw a ripe strawberry through a concrete wall. I'll tell you what I need. I need at least one guy who can hit a ball past the home plate umpire. Listen at me. I've got a whole city full of second-guessers trying to run the club. And now i got to spend time in my own office with a boob and a boob son who is... Who's... not my father. If you got to bother me, at least bring in a center fielder. Of course, certainly. We, we thank you for your consideration. It... <clears throat> it so happens you should forgive my forgetfulness, but that was the reason we came to see you. Here we go again. Joseph here is a center fielder. A deluxe center fielder. Such a center fielder he is. I'm ashamed to tell you this late. If this big moose is a center fielder, I'm head of the Soviet Union. This is Marshal Zukov? This big moo... <clears throat> Joseph is very anxious to play baseball for Cincinnati. You'll never regret it. For the past five minutes, I've been regretting I was born, even. Yet, who's he played for? Sevastopol. Uh, that is, Sevastopol, Oregon, Class C. The Sevastopol Tigers. What's he hit? 409, lifetime average. 409? That's his hat size. He doesn't hit that. See for yourself. He will burn up the league. Of this, I am certain. <laughs> of this, I am doubtful. I, I would bet my last shirt. All right. All right. I'll give him a tryout. Regular tryouts tomorrow afternoon at the field. We got an off day before St. Louis gets here. Uh, what's the kid's name? Joseph Bishop. O'Toole. O'Toole. Uh, O'Toole? Joseph O'Toole. What do they call you? Bischofsky. Naturally. Two o'clock at uh, Municipal Stadium. Now go already. 
two more like you guys, and I'll sign on as an oiler on a tramp steamer. With this invitation, you have just guaranteed yourself a pennant. And who's to say about the series? Come on, Joseph, you're in training, remember? For what, the circus? Get out of here. Mushnik. O'Toole. Bischofsky for short. I'm obviously cracking up. Put your clothes in the top drawer, and I'll put mine down there. Okay, Joseph, let's get to work. You see, Joseph, you hold the bet like this. Right hand up four inches, left hand down by the bottom of the bat. And when you swing, Joseph, you swing from the hips, understand? Mm -hmm. You swing from the hips like this. You see, Joseph? <laughs> Already, you're catching on. <laughs> you are swinging like Duke Snyder himself. <laughs> I can see you now. <laughs> Triples, home runs, a hit every time you get up. <laughs> now, now, we will check protocol. Protocol? Here, you stand here. I am the pitcher, Joseph. The what? The pitcher, the man who throws the ball at you, like this. Uh, Mushnik, who are you looking at? I'm looking at the man on second base. You want him to steal? I frankly don't care what the man on second base does. Tomorrow morning, sure, tomorrow morning I'm supposed to go out and use this thing, and frankly, Mushnik... Joseph, you complain, you complain, you complain, but who got us into that office in the first place? Who looked it up in the telephone book? Who got us into this place in the first place? This is my fault, I suppose. Me. Joseph Bischofsky, center fielder, me. Better it should be me. Joseph, my dear friend, we are safe here, are we not? We are comfortable. Tomorrow, if you will just pay attention to what I am telling you, you will display your prowess, and you will be a full-fledged member of the Cincinnati Redlegs. Tomorrow afternoon, when you walk onto that field, keep saying to yourself, O'Toole, get in there and slug. <laughs> That's an American expression. Comrade Mushnik, I will say, O'Toole, get in there and slug, and I won't know who I am talking about. Why did you tell them my name was... O'Toole? Excellent question. I am using my noodle. I think to myself, we walk into this baseball team office and introduce ourselves as comrade. Mushnik and Bischofsky, do you think this would pass us off as Americans? I remain Mushnik. That's a calculated risk. But you, Joseph, you are slugger Joe O'Toole. Who knows? With luck, if you keep your average up, you might get traded to Brooklyn. <laughs> this is the ultimate. For you, the ultimate. For me, the whole thing is a nightmare. So now you should go to sleep. You should rest. An athlete needs to sleep. You lie down, slugger, and you relax. And you keep saying to yourself, O'Toole, you need your rest. Well, this is all right for O'Toole, but what about Bischofsky? Am I to lose my name in all of this madness? Better your name than your head. Now just go to sleep, Joseph, and always remember, Mushnik is at the helm. Presenting Slugger O'Toole and Lippy Mushnik. Manager Swenson, are you ready for us to start hitting? Yep, and after you hit, grab your glove and head out to the field. Gabe and I want to see what you can do. Hey, Skip, anything look good at the tryouts today? Yeah, the grass. It's just been cut. What about the material? Material? Gabe, where did you find these guys? In a zoo? Uh, what about the second baseman that came down from Middletown? He, he's supposed to be a switch hitter. Oh yeah, he hits three ways. 
Left-handed, right-handed, and seldom. Oh. This is the only guy I ever saw who was in a slump before he started to play baseball. I think I ought to retire. Honest. I think I ought to get out of this business. Look at the left-hander, the kid from Springtown. He's supposed to be the most valuable player in the Ohio League last year. He throws a baseball like it was a boulder. So, who gives them to me? I'm asking you, who sends them out here? You know what I always wanted to do? Tend bar. <laughs> oh, sounds silly. That's always been my heart's desire. Just to stand behind a nice air-conditioned bar and serve them. Now, that ain't asking much. Just to stand behind a nice little you bar. You should excuse us, please, but Joseph is here. I'll bite. What are they? Give me a stick. I'll beat it to death. Joseph is ready for his tryout anytime. Oh. Yeah. I forgot. Uh, this guy's a center fielder. He's supposed to be able to hit. I don't know, Gabe. Maybe tending bar wouldn't be such a bad idea for you. So, shall Joseph go right out? Uh, yeah, Joseph should go right out, but just don't stop. You see that center field fence out there? Just keep going. You'll find a door underneath the Busby cigarette sign. Thank you very much. It has been a real Joseph is ready. Any particular bet? Anyone. And make it quick. Hey, lefty, do this one up quick, will ya? The big guy's gonna hit off ya. Now, remember, Joseph, from the hips, swing from the hips and keep your eye on the ball and watch the way he holds the ball. You get ready for a curve, or maybe he'll try a hook or a slider, but keep your eye on the ball. And Joseph, listen. So get out there, will ya? I ain't got all day. Where do you find stuff like this in a carnival? Hey, pitch him slow. This one came out of a melon patch. He ain't used to baseballs. I don't know, Gabe. If this one's a hitter, then I'm... Uh, I'm no baseball manager. Like I was saying, the kid's green looking. But I knew the second I laid eyes on him, there's a possible hitter there. I thought the same thing. I thought the very same identical thing. Yeah, bear down on him, Lefty. Use everything you got. Joseph. Joe. Not bad. Mushnik's the name. Lippy Mushnik. Well, pretty rough. No saying what he'd do in the field. So, I'll take him to the Dodgers. You'll do nothing of the sort. This is a Cincinnati tryout. That gives us an option on that big ox. <clears throat> On that young man. Joe, you surprised me. You really did. You've got some stuff, kid. Some potential. It was really quite simple. The pitcher pitched, and I swung. Two minutes in baseball, and he already talks like Dizzy Dean. Now let's get you and I over to my office, Joe. Discuss a little business. Like, say, a contract? He goes no place without me. Mushnik, this is categorical. Definitely categorical. There is one thing. Protection. Protection? Against what? We aren't saying the kid will play yet. <laughs> you see, Manager Swenson, Joseph is what you might call a ladies' man. There are several ladies looking for him, so it would be to our advantage if when you draw up the contract, you mention the fact that there will be no photographs taken. What are you talking about? Simply no pictures. Because if the ladies in question were to find out where Joseph is, well... <laughs> You understand, Manager Swenson. Discretion is the better part of chivalry. I gotcha, I gotcha, pal. If this big Joseph bats like he just batted in regular games, I'll hire the 7th Regiment of the U.S. Marines to protect him. Come on, let's go talk business. Swung on, long shot to deep center field. Snyder's back, and that ball is gone! A home run! Hit well to left field. 
Get out of here, baseball. O'Toole homers again. He's knocked in all six runs. Hit in the air to deep right field. Back goes Musial. At the fence. She's gone. That's number three for O'Toole tonight. O'Toole swings. There it is. A line drive over the center field wall. His fifth home run tonight. A new major league record. It's pandemonium here at Crossley Field. Five homers in one game. Photographers run out to the field. Flashbulbs are going up everywhere. Did you see the picture in today's paper? Unidentified fan enjoying yesterday's doubleheader against Cardinals. Mushnik! And where Mushnik is, that's where we'll find Bischofsky. So, for four weeks we spend our time searching alleys and flophouses, and where do we find them? In the public's eye. I hope, Comrade Volodny, you've taken the necessary steps. That I have. They're under constant surveillance, and at the first opportune and practical moment we'll apprehend them. I hope that practical moment is not far off, because if it is, we will find ourselves in the same pot. My office has received five inquiries in the past 24 hours as to what is new on the case. The Kremlin certainly can be impatient. Uh, not impatient, Stransky. Concerned, yes, and well, they might be. Uh, that's what I mean, concerned. Certainly not impatient. The Kremlin is never impatient. Perish the thought. <laughs> office manager Stransky. Oh, fine. Fine. Yes, any time. Bischofsky? Suit yourselves as to the time and the place, but pick them up tonight. Good. Fine. They found them at the polo grounds. <gasps> They're playing a game oh. against the Giants this evening. Right after the game, I think, would be the best time to apprehend them. Excellent. We'd best contact the ambassador immediately. He's very concerned. So, little Moshnik, you've eaten your last hot dog. <laughs> What was the matter with you out there tonight? If you fish for any more of those curveballs, I'm gonna make you sleep with your bat for one week, you hear me? I told you, Manager Swenson. I'm worried about Lippy. I haven't seen him all day. Well, when you do see him, you tell him that if he doesn't get rid of that Brooklyn Dodgers jacket, I'm gonna kick him from here to Minneapolis. Now get back to the hotel and get some sleep. And quit worrying. He's probably drunk someplace. Oh, Lippy never gets drunk. Lippy is the kind of man who... Joseph, you recognize me, huh? Yes, Volodny. Oh, no, Joseph. You have it all wrong. I'm O'Rourke, and my middle name is O'Brien, and you are O'Toole, is that correct? Uh, who, me? I think you have made a mistake. O'Toole from Moscow. I believe you're mixed up. O'Toole, formerly Bischofsky, Russian. Russian? <gasps> You are mistaken. I happen to be a Swede. As a matter of fact, my father came from Denmark. We only moved to Switzerland when I was a small boy. Bischofsky, get your coat and let's go. Of course. Bischofsky, how could I be anyone else? You couldn't be. That's why I'm here, to get you and the other one. You mean Mushnik? Oh, oh, he's gone. Yes, he's gone. He left by plane for Madrid. Yes, he's taking over a baseball team called the Pyrenees Panthers. They have a fine new center fielder. His name is Tequila. Steve Tequila. Or was it 
Bob Tequila. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> Mushnik is in Madrid, and he's... Mr. Mushnik is not in Madrid. Mr. Mushnik is outside in Sedan. Mr. Mushnik has been apprehended, as you have. Let's go, Joseph. <laughs> Miskvetch, we'll need you in there to take down their confessions. Hello, Comrade Mushnik. Hello, Comrade Bishovsky. Hello, Miskvetch. How nice to see you. They're no longer comrades. It is not nice to see them. Tend to your business. Sit down, boys. We understand that on the way here you were a little reluctant to answer questions. It seems that you're both rather stubborn that you persist in asking us to believe that Joseph's only purpose in deviating was to play baseball. <laughs> it was not Joseph's intention to deviate. It was I who forced him into it. I hate to contradict you, Comrade Mushnik. It was really my own idea. <laughs> oh, these two fine, loyal, decent men. These innocent little lambs. Six weeks they've been absent from us, and they ask us to believe that all they've been doing is playing baseball. You're both traitors! You're both insidious liars! You are both disloyal. You are both treacherous. You are both... Who do you work with to get you out? No one. What was your purpose other than baseball? There was no other purpose. What spies did you contact? No spies. Um, These names, they were found in your jacket. You tell me these are not spies. De Rocha, Alston, Musial, Campanella. I know a spy's name when I see one. Come on, Mushnik. All we ask is the truth. I can promise you and Bischofsky a fast and painless liquidation. I give you my word, you'll never feel it. No liquidation. It's too good for them. First, we are going to ship you back to Siberia. Northern Siberia. We're going to put you to work in the salt mines for perhaps 20 years, maybe 30 or 40. After which you'll be in front of a tribunal and sentenced. You will either be hung or cut into little pieces. Whichever takes the longest. We are going to take your two measly carcasses and we are going to... Manager Strensky's office. Comrade Stransky, it's from the code room. A message transmitted direct from the Kremlin. Officer Manager Stransky speaking. Yes. 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 Yes, I... and... Yes, but by all means. Oh, they're right here now. Absolutely. Yes, I'll talk to the Kremlin personally myself as soon as we're finished. Fine. Thank you. My comrade Mushnik, that's a a lovely jacket. Would you care for a cigarette, comrade Mushnik? How about you, comrade Bischofsky? You see, Mushnik, darling man, Joseph here has become a national figure in our Soviet Union. It was the principal reason for picking you up. Actually, we've been expecting the phone call. The Kremlin has decided that he must play baseball for as long as possible here. It shows the world the brand of athletes we produce, and it lends credence to our claim of having invented baseball in first place. Me. I'm a national figure. And they want him to continue to play baseball. 
Did you think we brought you here to punish you or something? Are we monsters? The Kremlin has asked me to inform you that they're building a, a great statue of you in Red Square. Oh. And Boris Kuzolotsky, that illustrious composer, has already completed the first three movement of his new opus, The March of the Soviet Center Field. <gasps> well, Joseph. But what happens to my friend Mushnik? What happens to him? He, he remains with you. He's your coach, isn't he? You will play baseball here in the United States as long as they'll let you. Then you will return to the Soviet Union and go on tour. This is what is required. A simple statement by Joseph himself that he is loyal to Soviet Union. A public statement to the effect that his only reason in playing in first place was to establish yet another indication of the overwhelming superiority of Soviet athletes. It... It seems so political. But of course political. Joseph, you are no longer just a man. You are a psychological weapon. You see, office manager Stransky and gentlemen, it's like this. It's like this. We accept. We agree to do whatever you ask, don't we, Joseph? Fine. Excellent, Comrade Volodny. You will prepare the sheet of instructions for Joseph. And I will also check your passports and your travel visas. And I will phone the code room to transmit your acceptance. Oh, Joseph, this is truly a great day. Uh, on your return to Moscow, friends, would it be possible for you to mention my part in all of this? How perhaps I suggested your playing baseball? You know, as a favor to your old friend Boris. Just tell them you owe it all to security officer Boris Volodny. <laughs> ah, Mushnik, Joseph, a moment before you leave. I have your instructions here. Would you take a look at them? Now, when you get back to Moscow, it would not be remiss to mention your old friend office manager Stransky now, would it? You know how I helped you throw this and such. And before you leave, it is list of special instructions. You see, Mushnik and Joseph. Set 1, conduct during Joseph's playing. Set 2, rules governing Joseph's association with foreigners. And 3, helpful hints on betting. Compiled by Spike Buklanishtov, the famous Soviet athlete who invented baseball in the first place. Ah, <laughs> oh, very good, very quiet! Quiet, please. <clears throat> Joseph and Mushnik are off to bring glory to Soviet Union, and now we shall check on the transportation to the polo grounds. Come, comrade Volodny. Comrade Mushnik, if we proclaim our loyalty to the Soviet Union, they will not let me play baseball here for very long, and frankly, I don't want to play baseball in Russia. True, Joseph, but if we don't agree to saying these things they want us to say, it's our next. So where does that leave us? It leaves us in very ticklish position. It suggests only one thing. You know what that is? To use an expression, make tracks? That's exactly what it is. Godspeed and good luck. Miss Kvetch, uh, I... I'm with you. Tonight's Burger Beer wrap-up. The Reds were swept by the Giants tonight without O'Toole in the lineup. There's been no word yet from the club on why he didn't play. They sure needed O'Toole tonight. Can you imagine that, Gabe? A doubleheader and he doesn't show. 10 to 1, and 11 to 2. Jeez. Tonight's the first doubleheader we've lost in four weeks. I know where they went. They went over to Ebbets Field. Yeah, they're probably selling our signals to Brooklyn. You know that Mookschnick guy with the jacket? He always loved Brooklyn. I don't know. I, I just don't know. I'm going to find the big ox. I'm going to find him, 
restrict him to the hotel, cut off his allowance, and... I'm gonna take him off ice cream. Yeah, that'll kill him. I'm really gonna fix that big moose's cart for him. He may be sick. He may be sick someplace in a gutter. So sick he'll never be able to play again. He bats over 400 and he's probably sick. I'm going to die, Swenson. I think I'm going to die right now. This is just too much. Well, I'm going back to the hotel. If they get in here, call me right away. Where have you two been? Business manager Gabe, Joseph and I have a confession to make. Joseph's real name is not O'Toole, it's Bischofsky. And I suppose your name's not really Mushnik, it's John P. McGraw. Up to a month or so ago, Joseph and I were citizens of the Soviet Union. As a matter of fact, we worked at the Russian embassy. <laughs> spies. Your spies? We are deviates. We were running away. It was not our intention to deceive you, but we had to get away somehow, some way. We wound up in Cincinnati quite by accident. He's hitting over 400. Is that an accident? We're in third place now, and a month ago we were number nine. It had got to a point where if we had won one game, we had to call it a streak. Now, what are you telling me? We are telling you that we have been found out. To use an expression, we are up a creek. No matter what we do, we're finished. <sighs> what would they do to you? Let me put it this way. If I had life insurance and you were the beneficiary, you would be a very wealthy man. So... So we are here to say goodbye. Where are you going? Well, Joseph and I will get on a train, just as we did in the beginning, and go as far away as we can. We will change our names. Again? You can't do this. We might have had a pennant. <gasps> it's them! Goodbye, business manager, Gabe. We are sorry we have to leave you like this. Out this way, Joseph! No, they'll see you out there. Go out the dugout and across the field. Here, take some money. Call me as soon as you get to where you're going, understand? Business manager so Gabe... So shut up, will you, and get going! Business manager Gabe, I'd like you to meet Miss Kvetch. Miss Kvetch, business manager Gabe. Nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. How do you do? I wonder if you could tell me where I could find a baseball player named O'Toole and a manager named Musnik. Let me put it this way. You probably go for baseball, don't you? Uh, yes, but what I want to know Baseball's is... Baseball's a strange game. I mean, you look at it this way. Eight teams every year. There's got to be four teams in the top division, four in the bottom. It's mathematical. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you, you mean. You know but why I got ulcers? Can you understand why? I I'll tell you. You get a guy like Gibbons, a good left-handed batter. The kid hit 308 last year and against good pitching, too. Don't sell the National League short when it comes to pitching. Anyway, I got this guy, Gibbons. You'll have to excuse us. We were in a hurry and we're looking well, for... Well, Gibbons busts his clavicle on me. Then I get another couple of guys in here from the minors, and they're not bad ball players, really. Just a little slow, a little green. Excuse, please! Ugh. They're not out there. You'll forgive us for barging in this way. Oh, not at all. Not at all. But like I was telling you, you lose a center fielder like Gibbons, where are you going to get a replacement? A guy like O'Toole only comes mm. around once in a lifetime. Do you know where this O'Toole is? Let me finish. <laughs> I asked Carl Erskine how you pitch to a guy like O'Toole, and Erskine said, you pitch like you do to any other batter. Except you're a damn fool if you let go of the ball. <laughs>
<laughs> and that was the end of O'Toole's baseball career. But it's not the end of our story. We return to Gabe's dugout bar. Gabe's still behind the bar, talking to the same customer. That's what Erskine said. You pitch like you do to any other batter. Except you're a damn fool if you let go of the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a story. That's quite a story. And you know something? I don't believe a single word of it. Are you trying to tell me it's true? Suit yourself. I'm suiting myself. I don't believe a word of it. I don't even think there was a guy named O'Toole in the National League. Like I said, suit yourself. But I'll tell you, it's a hell of an interesting story. <laughs> Isn't it, though? Mm, four o'clock. I gotta catch a train. How far is it to Chicago, anyway? Oh, two, three hundred miles, I guess. This is kind of a sleepy little burg, ain't it? Yeah, but pleasant. Gee, a guy could come here and live quietly for the rest of his life and never get troubled. Some guys do. Yeah. Well, thanks for the entertainment, buddy. This ball is hammered to deep center field. Mays looks up. It's out of here. Home run. Like O'Toole, huh? Yeah, just like O'Toole. Uncle Gabe. Where's your father? Him and Uncle Lippy are batting balls out in the field. They just finished cutting the wheat. Uncle Lippy says it's the best crop we've ever had. You listen to your Uncle Lippy. He knows what he's doing. Joseph O'Toole Jr., you get back in here and wash your face or I'll tell your father. All right, Mom. Hey, Dad, let's play catch. Gabe, how's the ball game? Not so bad, but not like the old days. Joseph Jr., Lippy, time for dinner. Hmm. Nope. Not like the old days. And I don't care if you don't believe me. It happened. O'Toole from Moscow is a production of Cincinnati Public Radio in cooperation with the University of Cincinnati College Conservatory of Music. It was performed by Matt Fox, Jack Steiner, Lucas Prezant, Chandler Bates, Frankie Shooter, Cameron Naley, Dustin Parsons, and Austin James Cleary. Richard Eisworth was the executive producer. O'Toole from Moscow was directed by Richard Hess. Sammy Grant was the dialect and vocal coach. John Keysweater was the producer and adapted the script for radio. Cincinnati Reds organist John Shute provided our ballpark music. Josh Elstro was the master recording engineer. This program was recorded in the studios of Cincinnati Public Radio. For Cincinnati Public Radio, I'm Ann Serling.